Hello and a very warm welcome to Rajya Sabha Television. You're watching The Big Picture with me, Frank Rausen Pereira. Mental health and its deterioration has been a troubling aspect for many people around the world. It has picked up a lot of steam in India as well. There has lately been a lot of conversation around self-harm and suicide since they are now being acknowledged as legitimate outcomes of mental health issues. Doctors insist that suicide is preventable and one simply needs a lot of self-awareness and basic knowledge in order to keep themselves and their loved ones safe and secure. In this edition of The Big Picture, we will analyze how to stay mentally healthy during these difficult times. Joining me on the program today are Dr. Pratima Murthy, Professor and Head Department of Psychiatry, Nimhans, Sohan Singh, Yoga Guru and Lifestyle Coach, and Dr. Gauri Shankar Kaloya, Associate Professor, Clinical Psychology, Ames. Thank you to all my guests for joining me on this edition of The Big Picture. Pratima Murthy, I'd like to begin the program with you first. Let's understand and talk about this issue of mental health. How serious of a problem is it? Worldwide, we see people going to shrinks. We see people getting medical help and trying to get assistance. Is that the case in India as well? Thanks for that question, Frank. As you said, this pandemic has created mental health problems all around the world. And this month being the month of mental health awareness, I think it's very, very important, and I'm glad you focused this whole episode on mental health. Mental health problems in relation to the pandemic have been there in different phases of the pandemic. You know, when it began, there were a lot of fears that people had. They weren't sure, you know, how this virus spread from people to people, what kind of precautions they may take. They were worried. There were worries about getting the infection, about transmitting the infection, particularly to the elderly, particularly to children. There were worries about what kind of mask to wear and so on. And then once we enter the pandemic, you know, if a person got infected, what do you do? You know, what, what kind of treatment should you take? What happens if you have breathing difficulties? These are problems that have occurred all around the world. And what usually happens is the psychological stress that comes with it. So psychological stress is a uniform thing that has been seen in people right across the board whether it's a general population, whether it's especially people who are working in healthcare, the so-called you know, COVID warriors or the police, et cetera, et cetera. In addition to that, people have seen a surge of common mental disorders, anxiety, as well as depression. And as you mentioned, perhaps an increase in suicidal ideas related to loneliness, related to stress, related to economic difficulties, and of course, the virus itself, when people get infected, we now know that the virus doesn't just affect the lungs, it affects different parts of the body, including the brain. And these effects may be a consequence of that as well. And then recovering from it, getting back and getting on with your life, all of it can produce varying kinds of psychological stress, sleep problems, substance use. That's another thing that we don't really you know, see as mental health problems. So we've seen an increase in alcohol consumption, for example. Right. Points taken. Let me take those points that you're making forward with the other panelists as well. You know, 
this issue of depression and stress a lot is spoken about depression and stress is it just a loose word that is now thrown around or are people actually suffering from depression what are the telltale signs really as far as depression is concerned uh, dr gauri shankar koloya there is a difference between depression and diagnosis of depression hmm. diagnosis of depression is called major depressive disorder whereas in depression like you are not feeling good feeling low feeling sad so such type of symptoms may be there and there are so many factors for that but for diagnosis you need certain criteria to be fulfilled to be fulfilled and diagnosis will be made by mental health professionals for example psychiatrist clinical psychologist or psychiatric social workers generally they are working in this field so basically there are three criteria on which the diagnosis is based so the first one is low mood another thing is like you are not able to enjoy pleasurable activities which you were enjoying earlier and then third one is easy fatigability even though you are not working you feel lethargic you feel tired you don't feel like doing anything and there are different sub categories of depression like mild moderate or severe it depends on the basis of the presence of the symptoms that is one thing and but even though diagnosis is not there there might be some symptoms which will affect your well being like like low mood low mood may lead to certain thoughts or certain thoughts may lead to low mood negative thoughts we call it automatic negative thoughts and you may not feel like doing anything okay so even though the symptoms are there we should not ignore it that these are the symptoms there is no diagnosis so because these symptoms affect our well being our healthy lifestyle so uh, this we have to be very much clear and uh, sometimes depression is associated with anxiety symptoms also like palpitation nervous nervousness dryness of mouth okay and avoiding certain situations not going to uh, in a certain situation or avoiding gathering or crowd so there might be so many uh, symptoms uh, so generally it could be associated with like uh, repeated thoughts and uh, sometimes suicidal thoughts also feeling of worthlessness hopelessness helplessness and th- there will be always change in mood but the change in mood will be pervasive it's not like uh, for one hour the person is happy another hour the person is unhappy it's not and their s- sleep and appetite will be disturbed and uh, the person wants to remain aloof and if there are some symptoms of uh, psychosis for like in seen in severe depression a case of severe depression sometimes psychotic features are also there so odd behaviors or inappropriate behaviors or some beliefs called delusions may be there and in some cases like excessive use of substance for example alcohol or tobacco cannabis sometimes it is also seen uh, the things uh, like people try to manage their mood with using such substances okay Okay points taken let me take the points that you're making forward as well but uh, so on saying let me understand from you how, you know since we've spoken about the pandemic since we're talking about anxiety since we're talking about stress since we're talking about all these issues that people are going through at a time like this you know this fear of whether you know your job will be there or not today or tomorrow that's another big fear that people are dealing with whether they'll be able to get through through the year these are some very big pertinent questions on many people's minds 
at a situation at a time like this and while someone is going through a situation like that how do you stay calm what needs to be done so that you can you know take a deep breath and stay calm first and then think about anything else there are two things very important for everyone one is the positive attitudes towards the life when you are thinking about the life you're not thinking about a life from the book you are thinking about the life you are living on a daily basis and which can have many hiccups and we are used to it for example as madam said we are living in the middle of the pandemic so many things are happening and there is no certainty what going to happen tomorrow so our behavior is tend to change according to that particular situation and, and how it going to be shape up in coming days so one is the nature of acceptance accept the situation as we are in if you are going to push this away then it going to come back more with the negative energy and you going to get sucked into this and this negative energy creates such a black hole that not only you alone going to get into this but also your entire family friends and everyone and suddenly it seems like you are a psycho or something serious problem with your mind but basically this is a negative thought process and somehow you are not accepting yourself for example let's say you have to work from home so you have children there you have a family everything there is no space everyone in the same space now and you are sharing with them and that might create some stress on you so once you accept the situation then it's easy to deal with second thing how can we stay positive it's really simple i'm living in this situation since the beginning try to breathe as long as you can breathe pump oxygen into your mind things can be smooth so everyone need to understand all the viewers of the rashtra tv please breathe every day find 2 minutes of time early morning afternoon whenever you can breathe and that will help you to calm down second thing do not go into the unnecessary negative thinking for example if there is a problem of job not no no certainty what going to happen try to breathe and give yourself a little bit of space so you can think the alternative solution and very simple as my personal experience and my followers around the globe do some yoga basically four or five yoga poses if you can manage to do it can push stress and the negative energy out of the system for example one asana everyone should remember cobra pose second asana downward dog third asana baby pose fourth after the meal sit down in vajrasana these simple steps will allow you to think positive breathe and same time have a negative energy go aside and it will also let your family members probably follow you the same routine this can create a cohesive environment where everyone can keep the positive thinking calmness is very necessary but calmness is such a pillar if one person can be calm in an entire family then everyone can get affected so everyone remember the four five yoga poses which i told you practice them every day sit down 2 minutes a day somewhere and breathe deep breathing deep inhale and deep exhale that will help you a lot to keep calm and stay focused and give you lots of energy to fight this time we are in living now absolutely i think that's a very pertinent point that you raised about you know remaining calm staying happy because positive energies tend to spread to others as well and if you're going to be negative 
and go into you know a slump then that kind of an energy is going to spread to everyone around as well so it's important to be positive at a time like this and follow some a simple routine all right taking the discussion forward now uh, dr pratima murthy let's talk and try and understand about you know we spoke about the telltale signs really as far as uh, depression is concerned and what a person might be going through when do you decide that someone needs medical help and uh, when do you decide to go and see a practitioner to get that medical help okay so as we discussed earlier there can be symptoms of depression sometimes you know when things are not going your way you're feeling a little down you may be a little tearful or you may miss a sleep uh, you know your regular sleeping patterns one or two days but if it persists for two weeks or more you find yourself unable to enjoy the things that you were usually enjoying you find yourself not hungry not sleeping well having a lot of negative thoughts about yourself about your future and even sometimes feeling that you know life is not worth living if these things are there persistently it's very important to reach out for help whom do you call for help i think the most important thing is to be free to tell somebody that you're feeling like this it's very important to communicate this to somebody and therefore the first thing that we must avoid is the stigma about talking about it sohan mentioned the word psycho and i think that's some a little stigmatizing and i think we should not stigmatize because these are common responses that many people one in 10 people can actually experience these kind of symptoms so the most important thing is to communicate it so that somebody else understands the way you are feeling the second thing is if by making some lifestyle changes if these symptoms are mild make sure you follow what are called sleep hygiene measures go to bed at a particular time have an adequate routine during the day exercise adequately try and divert your mind if this doesn't work and these symptoms are persisting talk to your nearby doctor there are of course as was mentioned earlier psychiatrists who are specialists in mental health the medical specialists in mental health there are also psychologists there are counselors if the sleep disturbances and are very severe and the person is feeling suicidal it must be treated as an emergency and you must contact your healthcare provider ideally a psychiatrist if a psychiatrist is available how do we help people with these symptoms if the symptoms are very severe we give them medication for depression the typical medications are antidepressant medications given for a short duration of time till people feel better and it is accompanied by counseling as well as psychotherapy if required this means that the person needs to be supported the person needs to feel that somebody is understanding them the person learns to communicate and correct some of the thoughts that are not quite right i mean one thing didn't go well and the person thinks life is it's the end of the end of life it's really like that so we call that catastrophic thinking the negative thoughts irrational thoughts which we help people to overcome that's what happens in the therapy so a combination of medications as well as various kinds of therapy 
including cognitive behavioral approaches or mindfulness approaches, they can help the person to come out of it. And like Sohan mentioned, doing things on a routine manner, like yoga, for example, or any kind of meditation which helps to calm down your mind, doing adequate exercises, learning to distract yourself from these kind of negative thoughts, and filling up your day with activities. That's something that people don't do when they're low in mood. They don't have the motivation to do things, so they don't do anything, and that kind of worsens the mood. So it's very important to be engaged in some activity or the other during the day, to eat at the right time. Right. So a combination of lifestyle, medication, and counseling is the way to treat these symptoms. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so Gauri Shankar Kaloya, let's talk about the role of family and the role of peers and you know the kind of support system that you have around you. How important is that? Actually, the role of family and friends is very important. In almost all psychotherapy, we try to involve family in the treatment. Even in the patients, those who are on medication, we also involve family members to check the compliance and to help the patient in certain activities. So we cannot deny the role of family and friends. So basically family and friends, they work like a support system for the patient. So like we can, we can treat family members with the patient. Treat means we family members may not need medication, but they might be having certain distress. Like if one person is having some problem in the family, so the whole family suffers. You know, they develop anxiety symptoms, depressive symptoms, or they might be having just distress. So when we talk to the family members, not about the patients, only about themselves also. So they become all right, and they become more enthusiastic, they become more motivated to take care of the patient. And it is very much required because in almost all uh, psychiatric disorders, patients they generally they do not feel like taking medicine. Yeah, they think med uh, treatment is not required. For example, in case of depression, patient think or family members also they think I am thinking more. Patient is thinking more. That's why the symptoms are more. So if patient stops neg negative thinking, the problem will be all right. So, but this is not true. Due to illness, the thinking is increased. The thoughts or um, almost all thoughts are negative and automatic. They used to come again and again, and patient want to get rid of such thoughts, but generally patient cannot. So sometimes what happens if family members are not aware about this illness or this phenomenon, they try to pressurize the patient, do not think negative, don't think. If patient doesn't feel energetic, so they push them, they put lots of pressure to get up and do some work. Mm. Because they think if the patient start working, the problem will be all right, there won't be any problem. Right. So there, there must be some information family members should be given, so it will help the family members distress as well as patient's treatment. Like patient is not thinking more, this is the symptom. This is symptom of the illness, like it is not related to any karma of the past life. Mm. These are the illness like we all human beings are prone to one or another type of illness, physical or psychiatric illness. So who, who will be getting what type of illness, we are not sure. But definitely we will be having one or another type of illness. And our personality, way of adjustment, psychological flexibility is also deciding the, the way we are managing stress sure. and social environment. 
where we are living in the so understanding this thing is the illness is not due to just thinking or doing certain work it is a biopsychosocial basically model so all biological psychological and social factors they play a role when the person develop any type of illness points taken okay all right so so singh uh, you know we've spoken about medication how do we deal with all of these problems without medication what kind of lifestyle changes can we bring about you know is there anything that we can follow as a routine as a regimen so that we can stay healthy stay mentally healthy and then stay physically healthy as well i work with the societal cases and i work with the heavy depression serious depression people and i always use yoga therapy and there is a condition i put with the person that you have to stop the medication and some of them are so fearful because the dependency they have on the medication, the entire trust goes on the dose. Like if I'm not having this pill, I'm not going to live another day. When I work with the people with heavy, uh, not heavy, high blood pressure, sorry. And then they said, I'm eating twice a day. And I said, well, can you eat once a day? They said, no, I might not survive tomorrow. I said, you can look at your vital system. Look at your vital energy. But that dependency going on for a while, so it's not easy to make them understand on day one. But what happens that engaging yoga, <clears throat> excuse me, and the trust in their own body system, what happens whenever someone is going through this depression, anxiety disorder, or a stress disorder, they start losing the confidence in their this system, body system. And they start believing the outside system a medication system, there's something gonna go into my body and fix my body and mind both. But without having a proper trust in your organism, that won't happen very fast. So in part of the yoga therapy, we introduce the breathing pattern which calm down your brain in 20 seconds. Anyone who is listening to the program and they are having this kind of disorder, please practice Brahmari Pranayam. And that will help you to calm down your brain in 20 seconds and make that a regular practice. Once or twice a day, if you are having a hard time to fall asleep, do it again. This is one of the pranayam which can help to calm down your brain cells. Second one, mentally fit person might be looking physically weak, but physically strong person can be very mentally weak. So it's very hard to identify someone is looking physically fit, he is not mentally sick. So we have to understand these two places very well. Right. But achieving both health, mental and physical health, I think yoga is the perfect combination for both. Anyone can follow 15 to 20 minutes routine on a daily basis with one or two pranayam, whether it's anilom bilom, brahmari, simple deep breathing, it will help you to attain that help. One more. One more point I want to make here, if you are suffering from this, please do not blame yourself. This is treatable, okay? As other analysts in the panel said, we have to treat this as another illness. So do not think that you are wholly responsible and this is never gonna go away. This can be treated, various therapies are there and we have to trust into our body system. It is designed to adapt. So when you are going through all this, I advise yoga, that's all I know. And if you practice yoga 15 to 20 minutes, you will be 
getting out of this very fast. Absolutely. All right. Time to get quick closing comments from all my panelists in one minute each. The best way forward, starting first with you, Pratima Murthy. One of the most important things to remember for all of us is that this pandemic will pass. But we have to keep ourselves healthy while we are passing through this pandemic. So stay positive, engage yourself, keep active, look after your physical as well as mental health, avoid too much misinformation about the pandemic, take precautions, stay safe, wear masks, maintain physical distancing, hand hygiene, stay connected with people so that you're supported and you don't feel lonely. If you feel any of these symptoms of distress, reach out for help. There is always help available, family, friends, professional help. If there are serious symptoms of depression or anxiety, please reach out for help. And finally, make sure you follow a holistic system of medication if necessary, counseling if necessary, lifestyle, healthy right. exercise, diet, as well as yoga and other forms of meditation to help you to feel better. Absolutely. Kauri Shankar Kaloya. Yeah, actually, well, due to stigma, people do not seek help. And stigma is not related to only illness, related to treatment also. For example, people do not think ECT, like electric shock therapy, is one of the treatment. Like certain type of antipsychotic or benzodiazepines are um, like good source of treatment and they help in recovery. So they think most of the patients or family members or society members, they think these medications make them dependent. So they have to take lifelong. But uh, like if we have BP or diabetes, we take medication for lifelong. Whereas in psychiatric cases, there is a possibility that these medication will be tapered down or will be stopped after some times when the symptom, when the patient is recovered fully. The same way like psychotherapy, like if a person is going for a psychotherapy, they think he has not good willpower. Right. So the person taking willpower, so everyone can improve his willpower and there is no need of any type of psychotherapy. Sure. So such thing. Such things must be people should know that these are the stigma and stigma basically affects negatively as it do not allow the people to go and seek help sure. when it induces shame and guilt. Okay, so we points have taken. To taken. So, and, so and Singh, quick closing comment from you. Just breathe. As long as you can breathe, you can be okay. Do not think too much. Accept the situation you are in. Be happy. Now you say how to be happy. Breathe. Talk to the people. Look at your loving system in the family. Your wife, friends, sister, parents, friends, everyone. Look at the positive side of the life. Look at the importance of the life. How sure. important you are in the family. So just breathe. Be happy and take it easy. Everything going to pass and we're going to be rocking on the top of this thing. So take it easy and enjoy the life. Absolutely. All right. With, on that note, then, I'll call it a wrap on this edition of The Big Picture. Thank you to all my guests for joining me on the program and putting things into perspective for us. What's coming out of this discussion is that we need to accept the situation we are in and don't let your mind delve into the negative domain. Make the most of what is available. Stay positive, breathe and pump oxygen into your system. Stay calm and do some simple exercises or yoga. It can really help. Follow a routine. Stay calm. Remember, energy spread, both negative or 
positive. So if you're positive, you're only going to spread, spread positive energies. It's important to communicate, talk about what you are feeling and uh, so that somebody else can also understand what you are going through. Avoid the stigma attached to mental health. Don't blame yourself. You are solely responsible for the situation you are in and it is not something that is not treatable. So you can always talk and ensure that you come out on top of this particular situation. Together, we can deal with anything. With that, it's a wrap. See you again next time.